This is episode 195 of How About That Cigar, recorded live at the Corona Cigar Studio. Listen in as we welcome Leo Brown from Barrels and Leafs back to the show. Please take a minute to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now, on with the show. Corona Cigar Company is your one-stop shop for all your cigar needs. Whether that's a brand new humidor, a box of those new cigars you've been waiting for, a top-of-the-line cutter or lighter, a place to enjoy the finest cigars and spirits with friends, or the only cigars grown right here in the Sunshine State, we've got you covered. Come visit one of our retail locations for the ultimate cigar experience. Visit us online at coronacigar.com. How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corona Cigar Studios for episode 195. Bienvenidos! <laughs> Mi español es muy guapo. <laughs> Garrett, Garrett learned how little he knows of Spanish bro, over the past week. And Dominicans <laughs> talk so fast. Oh. Guys, welcome to the studio for uh, episode 195 of How About That Cigar Live. Take just a moment, if you would, please, share us out to your favorite Facebook cigar groups. Let them know we're live so they can watch along and comment and question and all the good stuff right along with us. Uh, and uh, as always, let us know in the comments what you're smoking and drinking. Thank you so much for watching live on Facebook and live on YouTube. And of course, if you're listening on the audio podcast, thanks so much for making us a part of your regular audio podcast rotation. The Minnesota Wild are rolling right now. What is happening? It is such a good time for them to be playing well. They're still in they that. They did drop one last night. Last night? Uh, night four. Uh, five to four to Sunday. Um, yeah, last night. Yeah. Um, Saturday but, Saturday pissed me off. So the, the game yeah. against the Sharks on yeah. Saturday. They won the game. But there was a there was a there was a goal that the Sharks scored scored put that in quotes saw the highlight uh that should have been goaltender interference 100 i mean it was ridiculous how how bad they missed that goaltender interference and as you guys can see on the screen right now don't forget like and subscribe to the youtube channel and like the facebook and all of the clicky things Smash with it. the likes and the hashtags and this what well, all the, the, the stuff that all the all, all the young cigar smokers are saying these days i you know how all that stuff goes just do it just do it um, uh, Aaron Rodgers is, uh, still living in a state of limbo. I, we, we don't know if he's still a Packer. We don't know if he's a jet. We don't, we, well, we know now that he's not going to be, that he's not going to be uh, playing for the Raiders. I thought that he was going to go to the Raiders, but now the, go to New Orleans. the Raiders pick up Jimmy Garoppolo. Derek Carr goes, goes to, to New, New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. And so uh, I don't know if he's going to be a jet. I don't know if he's going to stay with the Packers. I don't know if he's going to retire from the Vikings. I, I mean, <laughs> That we, I think we could be sure that's not happening. He's got to play for the Jets for two years first, that's right? And, and then, then go, he'll go to the then he'll go to the Vikings. That's just the, that's what <laughs> Packers quarterbacks do. <laughs> how if uh, that happens? Uh, Matt Tobacco says, "How much did Garrett Robinson Robinson eat in the DR?" So much, yeah. That, so much go. So, <laughs> bro, Juan Lugo's mom is not only the she's an incredible woman for so many reasons but she makes goat like I, that's all i would I, I could eat that 
for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Cabrito for days. I, uh, goat is one of my favorite things to eat, and it's very hard to get in the States. It is. It's very hard to get in the States. But yeah. when it's made well, it's outrageously good. Yeah. So, um, and uh, spring training for our favorite baseball teams is still underway. Uh, the Twins are looking outstanding, and not just not just from a hitting standpoint. Our, We've got pitchers. We have pitchers. Now, are we still going to have pitchers in June, July, and August? Are, will or will they all be on the the injury rotation? Yeah. Um. And will Byron Buxton is is he injured yet? Uh, I think because you just said that <laughs> he just he just Byron Buxton injured. just got injured. You heard it here, so he'll be out until uh, mid May. <laughs> basically, <laughs> we we don't know. We wish him the best, but he's he's injury prone. But when he's on the field, he's on. he's lights out. Yep. So hopefully he will stay uh, stay healthy. But guys, it is time for our main event of the evening, and our uh, we're so excited to have this special guest back on the show. He's been on the sh uh, the show a few times. Uh, he's a guy that we get to learn from about pairings. We get to learn from him about, uh, different ways to enjoy cigars. And he's got a, he's just got a great, uh, he's gr got a great way about him, you know, that, that we can learn from him. And also we just love chilling and, and, and learning about, uh, each other's families and stuff like that. So, uh, let's get into the main event. And as always guys, special guests on how about that cigar live, are brought to us by our friends at Drew Estate. And let's remind you about the all-new Acid Variety 3-Packs, specially designed to both broaden the palate of acid cigar enthusiasts and expand awareness of the full Drew Estate product portfolio. The Variety 3-Packs also present on-the-go consumers with tremendous value. For the price of two Acid Cuba Cubas, Purchasers receive three cigars in total with a free Undercrown Shade cigar included in the pack. They are all Robustos and are all packaged inside resealable fresh packs with Boveda humidification pouches to ensure they remain fresh until they are enjoyed. With an MSRP of $21.90 per pack, the Acid Coup Variety 3-packs from Drew Estate are available now, so check out those at your local retailer. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would, please put your hands together and welcome to episode 195 of How About That Cigar Live from Barrels and Leafs, Leo Brown. My man. Leo Brown, welcome back to How About That Cigar Live, man. Always great to see you. Man, I love seeing you guys, man. Always great to talk to you guys. Thank you for inviting me back for this great episode of 195. I feel like the last time we talked, we were, uh, well, probably the first time we talked, you know, we were on a, on a bad side of things. We were talking about the whole, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Unrest, should we say? Yeah. 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 But I definitely, uh, you guys, man, of always, and, uh, Hey man, let's get into it. Whenever you guys are ready, man, what do you want to ask? What do you want to know? Well, the first thing we have to ask, because we know that you're a big pairings guy, and we love that here at How About That Cigar. So first thing we want to find out is what you're smoking and what you're drinking and where you're broadcasting from. I am smoking the Lampert 1675. Not sure if everybody can see there. Uh, this is their, uh, what is this one? I forgot the exact one. This is the Edition Azul, and uh, decided to put this one with a little yingling uh, here. Oh, so it's uh, going very well. It gives me a little bit of a, uh, a smoothness from the beer with a little bit of the uh, earthiness from the cigar. 
So kind of a contrast, but on the finish, very, very good, man. Very good. And uh, yeah, lastly, but not least, I'm in Atlanta. I'm in the ATL, man. The ATL? Yeah. So uh, talk to us a little bit. You know, you you relocated. You, you, you uh, well, and it's relocated. You know, you're still in familiar surroundings. You're, it's not like you're unfamiliar with Atlanta, but uh, uh, tell us how the move went and uh, how everything's, how you're getting all settled in back in Atlanta now. Yeah, you know, my daughter asked me to come out to come back to Atlanta. And, you know, I thought it was a thing to spend more time with her, uh, be with her on a daily day basis and, uh, you know, whenever she wanted. So that makes me feel great uh, about what I made the move for. And, uh, you know, the relocation part is it, it was different. You know, uh, I spent a lot of time in the military and, you know, relocating with the military is totally different. You know, a lot of things are happening for you. Things are in place and you move around and you just do things, which is fine. But when you're doing it on your own, it's a total different ball game, man. I mean, you're in it by yourself. So, yeah. you know, with that being said, you know, coming back to Atlanta, um, <laughs> familiar territory, but not. I mean, this place has changed. I spent uh, 12 years in San Diego. So coming back to Atlanta after 12 years, yeah, man, nothing the same place at all. So, yeah. Still getting to know the, the area, still getting familiarized with what's going on, who, um, you know, getting into the cigar scene is has been the big thing. So, you know, trying to understand how Atlanta works with cigars, understanding how the cigar lounges work here in Atlanta. They're happening, all things are happening. Uh, it's a total different ball game than coming from San Diego because San Diego is more laid back, relaxed, enjoying themselves, having fun, you know have event here have an event there but not every freaking weekend <laughs> this is a total it's a total say there's something going listen from monday to saturday there's something normally going on somewhere so yeah it, it's just the way it is man i mean like i spent more money here than i did in san diego and san diego costs more yeah so yeah. it's uh but no it's it's okay man it's, it's cool just trying to get adjusted understanding what the scene is all about and uh Getting to see some of the people that I've only seen, you know, through social media, online, stuff like that. Getting to see them more on a day-to-day basis or face-to-face time. And, you know, bringing things together. That's really what I've been doing. Nice. I love it. Well, I just finished up my pregame cigar. Yep. And it's time for me to get into uh, my main cigar of the evening. Yeah. I grabbed these uh, Davidoff Signature Number 1s, which is the nice uh, Lancero size so that's the yes. davidoff signature number one right there uh and i'm gonna get this fired up right now uh while garrett tells us about the lovely dunbarton tobacco and trust toast cam when lighting your cigar oh, it is important to be patient here. pay close attention to detail and focus on the tobacco in the same way steve Saka brings those same qualities to the ultra premium cigars of dunbarton tobacco and trust Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust have become known for. From Sober Mesa to Umbagog, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more. There we go. There it is. There it is. There it is. Oh, yeah. Bring it in. You did it. And I am pairing my Davidoff with... A Lacroix Lemoncello, which is the best of uh, the Lacroix line. Oh, and Garrett, Garrett brought me back this bottle from Dominican Republic, and I got to look back at it. It's uh, 
uh, Brugal, is it? Isn't it Brugal? Yeah, Brugal. Dominican D Dominican rum, extra añejo, and uh, had a little trouble pouring it out of the bottle. Finally figured it out. Apparently, I'm just I I, I uh, it had a childproof cap on it or something. Uh, but this stuff is just dark and rich, and it's got a super thick viscosity to it. It smells like like butterscotch and honey and it's just and the the flavor is absolutely incredible tons of natural sweetness and uh this the, honestly the very first puff of this davidoff is just ridiculous so uh i think this is going to be a good uh a good pairing uh now leo one of the things you mentioned that uh you know getting because you were in san diego for so long you get back and you know atlanta's changed and you know were there uh certain hot spots that you were in love with back in the day whether it was restaurants or or that kind of thing that uh and i'm sure you learned over the years you know from different friends on social media it's like oh this place closed this place closed or whatever uh but hopefully some of your favorite hot spots for food were still around so what are what are some of your favorite hot spots for uh uh for great food in the atlanta area come on man waffle house no i'm just kidding <laughs> no. <laughs> no so <laughs> No, Night, everybody. <laughs> no, you know, Atlanta has a lot of lot of places, man, to eat. Um, and and I hate to say it this way, but left Atlanta, I left Atlanta. Um, very similar to when I left San Diego, I left San Diego. You know, so getting back here, um, man, finding some places to eat. Now, you know, probably right now, one of the favorite places for me is a place called Fleming Steakhouse. Oh, and. It's a little pricey, right? But let me tell you something. When you get great customer service, price doesn't really matter. That's you know, sure. and you know, we we know, you know, going into cigar lounges and you get the good customer service and people taking care of you, checking on you, making sure that your drink is good and you know, refilled and how's the food. This place is just absolutely phenomenal, man. I mean, I get the greatest service every single time that i go in there you go in there for happy hour it's the same service every single time that you go in there so i love fleming steakhouse and always shout them out every time i go give them a great review so if you guys are ever in the atlanta area check out fleming steakhouse um some of the other places uh really man i mean like i say, i mean eating is just one of those things i do a lot more eating at home now uh than going out so, you know, I would say some of the dishes that I'm making, I'm always doing a Taco Tuesday. Um, mm. Tomorrow is going to be a great day for Taco Tuesday. Um, yes. Or into uh, eating a little bit better meat. I'm using a lot of uh, uh, turkey now. Um, so that's been a change. Uh, slimmed down a little bit because of it. But uh, also, man, I mean, just eating at home, just saving money a little bit so I can spend a little bit more on cigars, you know. Um, Probably the biggest thing I do is probably hit a lo hit up a lot of the cigar lounges, man. That's been my my main focus. Uh, food in the area, I mean, I always love a good uh, Chinese food. And uh, there's a place right next door uh, here. Uh, I love the Vietnamese food. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. Real chicken. The you know the carrots are cooked just right. The beans are cooked just right. Uh, very few onions. Uh, I, I love me some rice, man. I mean, I'll eat rice all day long. But you know, I mean. I'm not really that big of a foodie. I mean, you put a plate in front of me, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Have you spent any time in the Duluth area? I lived close to the Duluth area back in the day. Okay, so do you know about Koreatown? Yes, I do. 
All right. So that is what set the standard for me for Korean food. Um, we don't have anything like it in the Twin Cities. And I've only had decent Korean stuff in Vegas um, that compared to what I had in Atlanta uh, or in the Duluth area. Uh, their Korean town, like I was there for uh, a week for training work several years ago. My gosh, the kimchi and the Korean barbecue. You you you, you lost me at kimchi, brother. You lost me at kimchi. Listen, oh, you don't dig on kimchi? I love what? kimchi. I Listen, love let me, it. Let me, tell you, let me tell you. So I was in the Navy, right? I, you guys probably just may not. I was in the Navy for 20 years. And we got a chance to go to Korea, right? So I'm this young guy. Everything I did was, you know, at the front of the boat, if you will, as we're coming into a port. Basically, the rate was called Bosa's Navy. So we moored the ship and all of that good stuff. So as we're coming through the channel, I, I got the guys telling me, say, hey, man, get ready for this smell. And I'm like, what smell? And all of a sudden it hits you. And it literally smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, mind you, we have about a good 15 minutes going through this channel to get to the pier. So I'm smelling kimchi the entire way, bro. No, I, listen, you're better off eating kimchi by yourself. <laughs> well, it does. It does linger. It does yeah. linger. But it's like, it, it, do you like chillins? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> All listen, right, I, don't right. of, I don't want none of your insides. <laughs> I know what I know what I'm putting in mind. Don't you don't want this? <laughs> and I know what it's like when it comes out. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, you're not a foodie. You're not a I get it. I get it. But Korean barbecue. Okay. Yeah, Korean barbecue is Korean barbecue is great. I love Korean barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll agree there. Well, yeah. and you said Vietnamese place, so so they have uh, a, a common food in Vietnamese places is pho, that that mm -hmm. soup with the broth and the, oh yeah, that Dude, this place has the best broth. I can just drink it by my by itself. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's it's fantastic. I love it. Love All right, it. I'm there. That is my desert island food. Is pho? Huh? Okay. Yep. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, I got a place for you, man. Whenever you hit Atlanta. All right. Oh, love it. So you've also got some, you know, because with the move and everything, um, you know, it's you didn't walk away from cigars. You didn't walk away from from barrels and leaves. But you, you know, things things got a little quieter, understandably so. But you're kind of relaunching a little bit right now. And and even with a, a new co-host, if you will. So so t uh, tell us about that, because that's a very exciting thing. Yeah, my man, uh, Nick Vaughn, uh, which you guys threw up his comment on there. Uh Thanks, Nick, for uh, coming in on this with me, man. This is going to be a hell of an adventure. Um, there's a lot to learn from Nick. Uh, Nick is from the liquor side, if we will. Uh, he's worked for a couple different companies. And, yes, the brand of uh, Barrels and Leaves never left. Uh, it's still going to remain. It's always going to be around. That is going to be the cigar pairing site for everyone. And as far as the show is concerned, uh, there's a new name to it. It's still Barrels and Leaves. It's still behind the brand, but it's really behind the brand global. Because thanks to my man, Nick, you know, we're taking things not only here in the United States, we're taking it global. Because he has a connection. He knows the other people on the, on the other side of the pond, which we just did a IG Live today. So you guys, please go ahead and check out Barrels and Leaves, B 
BTB on Instagram. It's also on Facebook. Uh, we're starting up the Twitter and we're getting the uh, TikTok going because we're going to do some fun stuff on top of there, too. But uh, yeah, this is going to be a great venture, man. No, nothing has gone away uh, with anything that I've done. Just relocating has taken a lot of time trying to get adjusted, get the life adjusted, get things in order so that things can go forward with the projects that we that I currently have. So yeah. Barrels and Leafs is not going anywhere. Uh, Barrels and Leafs, BTB Global, get ready, man. It's going to be a huge takeoff. I can't wait. Nice. And I'll put this up in the comments. There it too. is, baby. Um, but one of the things that, uh, because we also love doing pairing stuff, and I think it's one of the, one of the most fun things we as cigar smokers can do is, uh, you know, because it it not only is it fun because we get different flavor and aroma experiences, it's fun because then as cigar smokers in the lounge or at a, at an event or at a, at a gathering, we, it gives us something new and, and different to talk about. We can learn from each other, you know, when it comes to pairing different stuff together. So um, kind of lately, because you, you mentioned that um, you're, you're moving or you're reaching less and less for bourbon lately. So what are some what are some of the pairing things that you've re that have really been hitting for you uh, recently that, that you find yourself reaching for again and again? I'm really going towards rum. Um, I had a chat with a good friend of mine in Jersey and we were talking, saying, you know, maybe rum is the way to go. I think the bourbon scene is really getting overpopulated and they it's going to be like cigars in a minute here with certain bourbons that they're not going to be able to produce as much. So there's going to be a lot of allocated bottles that are going to be going in and out. So I think that that's something that we can prepare for. Um, so if you like a particular bourbon, uh, go ahead and get it now. You know, kind of like when COVID hit when we knew that tobacco was going to start to be limited, get your bourbons now, because I think it's going to just start to die out because there's so many different, companies that are producing bourbon and they just can't produce enough you know there's the the, the barrels are only going to be able to be used so many times so rum right now is not being as prevalent so start paying attention to rums good people uh there's plenty of rums out there you know bacardi believe it or not you know a lot of people say yeah, i'm not drinking bacardi but if you've ever had the bacardi 8 or the bacardi 10 yep you're going to find yourself really enjoying a good rum um, of course, I love my uh, Diplomatico, um, Zaya, Zacapa, of course. Um, there's some there's some unique uh, rums, as uh, Garrett brought back, uh, Brugal. You also have um, uh, Barcello, which is also a Dominican rum. Uh, those, are, those are some fantastic rums. If you can get your hands on some of those, that's awesome. Uh, but start checking out your rum scene, everyone. Um, it's it's going to be a good little takeover now, now of course you know with rum you're going to have a little bit more of that sugar or cane uh kind of flavor so there are cigars that are out there you know you can start looking a little bit more towards your mild cigars which i know i've seen here a trend has been going to a lot of more mild cigars so mild cigars with a nice rum uh can go very well some will contrast but most of the time you should get a nice little complimentary uh pairing out of them so yeah rum's yeah. Gonna be the way to go yeah. So uh, explain to the sober guy, what makes rum rum? That's a good question. What makes rum rum is actually just, it's going to come down to a couple things. One is going to be the ingredients and then also the distillation process, right? So the rum 
is most of the time is going to be made with some kind of a cane sugar, right? So that's where most of the flavor is going to come from. It's still going through the same distillation process as any other liquid is, but it's adding that sugar that's really going to make the difference, how much sugar, and then what the barrel is actually doing. So the char level for the barrel is really going to make a difference when it comes to rum. Um, if you have a, which I don't think it is even possible, but if you have a rum that's even has a, a barrel char of four, stay the hell away from it because it's going to burn the hell out of you. So then rum is not made to do that. Rum is made to be very smooth. So you shouldn't get anything above a three, maybe a two uh, primarily. So that's really what you want to do, man. Just pay attention to, you know, which rums are actually doing it for you. Uh, understand the alcohol content of the rums. Um, there are some rums that may come in to probably about 35%. It's going to be rather mild. So you want to stick around right around 40. 40 is going to be a good choice for you for your uh, uh, alcohol. Okay. Yeah. And this uh, this bottle that, that Garrett brought back, it's, uh, it's, it's in a, uh, it's just below the sweet spot, but for the extra añejo, I think it's 38%. And I think it works, um, you know, for the, and this pairing, I got to say, because uh, a lot of times we say what grows together goes together. And this Dominican rum with this Dominican cigar, this Davidoff, which I'm, and I'm sure it's got tobaccos from multiple countries, but it's still a Dominican cigar. Right. And it's it's going really nicely together. This and awesome. it's the first time for me smoking this cigar, and it's cigar ridiculous, stupid. Um, yeah. And it it pairs really nicely. And I also like the, uh, you know, like Florida Cana from uh, Nicaragua and uh, Plantation. Now, I don't like all the Plantation rums, but the XO from Plantation uh, is good. And um, the what is the one in the bottle with the big. The big X on it. Oh, uh, bamboo. Bamboo, yeah. In the the their their high end stuff, and and like you said about Bacardi, a lot of times you'll find that even with even with whiskeys, uh, you know, it's like okay, um, garden variety, you know, bottom shelf Jim Beam, it's not great, but some of the higher ends, longer aged Jim Beam products are, are outstanding. And some of the, the same with, uh, the same with scotches, you know, you can get a, uh, an eight year scotch from one of the high end or high better known distilleries in Scotland. That's okay. But yes. then you jump up to a 12 year and you're going to get a way better experience. And the same is true with rum, you yep. know, and, and the fact is like it or not, it's the more you spend, not every time, but in most cases, if you spend, you know, if you if you're looking at uh, uh, b the bottles on the shelf and you see, you know, the same brand name on six different bottles, you look at the cheapest bottle from that brand. Go up. Don't go all the way to the top end. You know, right. if you could afford it, go all the way to the top end. Have fun. But if you can't afford that, just go up one or two notches and yep. you'll be amazed, even with Bacardi. Like you said, the Bacardi 8, you'll be amazed at how much better that product is just from aging a little bit longer. And the distillers, because it's a little bit higher end product, they pay a little closer attention to it. Listen, it's just like kids. You know, kids are, are, are rough around the edges when they're young. You know, once yeah. they start getting a little older, they start maturing a little bit more. And, you know, that still holds good into the liquid side of things, you know. Um, you know, it, and again, you know, it, it can be just the opposite, man. You know, you can get some of the higher end stuff. And it's like, why the hell did I spend this money? You know, when I could have spent 20 bucks on a bottle, you yeah. know? So, you know, it's, it's really, it, you, you just want to understand what your sweet spot is. 
And, you know, I mean, like, like Rich said, you know, you can get a good bottle for about 25 bucks, man. I mean, that, that's a good average number for some rum. And, you know, I mean, once you start getting into the Añejos and the extra Añejos, like you said, Matt, is that, you know, you start paying a little bit more and you start yeah. getting a little bit better quality, you know. So it just depends on where you want to be, man. And me personally, I like some of the higher end shit. Yeah. Now, when they say spiced rum, is that is that like the acid of the rum world? That's actually a really good way to put it. The acid, the acid cigars. It's it's kind of a good way to put it. Listen, the the spice rum. So I, I had an opportunity to go to St. Croix, and I did not know this. Captain Morgan is only distilled in St. Croix. Mm, There's no location for it. It's it's only in in St. Croix. So going through there, which there's a shitty story behind that too. So I go out there and I'm thinking, hey, I'm hitting up a distillery. I'm going to Captain Morgan. What do they say? No, we don't give tours of the distillery. That was a waste of time. You know, I spent 15 crazy tastings. Yeah. But let me tell you this. What I will say uh, to the Captain Morgan's uh, uh, um, compliment is that a lot of people from what I know, they have passed over the white rum and it's probably one of the most flavorful spiced rums i've ever tasted ever i mean there's a lot of notes that's just playing with the palate man so definitely if you give that a, i mean if you get a chance give that a shot uh sailor jerry coke and lime yeah <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> 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 but no no man i mean i really uh I, I really am loving uh the the rum life now um it's turned into a lot of fun experimenting um trying a lot of different rums that i haven't and you know getting to know that a little bit better than i'm knowing you know bourbons and scotch which i'm i'm primarily a scotch guy i mean 100 you, you can't you can't there's not a scotch i probably haven't tasted but there's plenty of rum that i still haven't tasted um but yeah man i mean i it, it's it's good it's good yeah well, and it's it's funny because um, I like all the brown spirits, and and I tend to even when it's um, when it's bourbons, uh, especially with scotches for me, I am the biggest fan. But my favorite scotches to reach for are ones that are finished in Caribbean rum casks. Oh, like the Balvini fourteen, uh, the uh, what do they call it? Caribbean cask. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, any, if, if it's a, if it's a scotch or a bourbon, like, uh, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Basil Hayden's regular bourbon, but they make one that's finished in Caribbean rum. And I, that, that I'll drink every day. I love that stuff. Dude, let me tell you, I was in San Diego, uh, bar used to, well, not bars, lounge used to work at Excalibur Cigar Lounge. And we brought in the Basil Hayden Caribbean cast. We had all of them. Right. And I'm known to make good old fashions so i said let me try this caribbean cast by itself i tried i was like wow this is great so i make an old-fashioned the typical way and it was just way too sweet yeah so i said i'm gonna try something i'm not putting any sugar in it no simple syrup or anything you can make an old-fashioned out of that basil hayden caribbean cast by itself just bitters yeah Mm. just bitters Mm -mm. and that's it's just so fun to experiment because there's so much stuff out there and and for the actually that's what got me to because i used to think that i hated scotch mainly because when i was in college somebody ordered me a scotch once 
and it was awful. And it probably came in a plastic bottle. I mean, this was at a towny bar in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin. So it was probably like Phillips brand scotch or something that was <laughs> aged for all of 35 seconds in a, uh, you know, in a, in the barrel. And it was terrible. But then I, I started to try different things and I tried the, uh, the, the Balvini aged in the Caribbean rum casks and, or, or it's finished. It's, it's yeah. probably what three, three months or something, Yep, three months. you know, and it, it was absolutely outstanding. Totally changed my outlook on scotch. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of scotches out there. They're doing that now they're using different casks. You know, there's uh McAllen even uses the sherry cask. Yeah. You know? So, and, and I'm not too crazy about that. You know, wine and scotch doesn't really, doesn't fit the palate for me very well. But yeah, some of the other ones, you know, whenever you can get a bourbon in a, in a rum cask, because the bourbon already has that sweet kind of note to it because of you know, the, uh, the, uh, the rye and all that stuff or the malt. Yeah. Um, the but malt, yeah, yeah. you can definitely get a great, a great bourbon finished in a, a Caribbean cask or a rum cask any day of the week. And you can do it by itself. Or if you add a couple of drops of water, what I tend to do makes it all the better. Yeah. So, Leo, um, for our viewers and listeners that um, indulge in the spirits, smoke cigars, give them a little taste of what they can expect from Barrows and Leaves, why, why they should listen to that show, a little bit about the, the format and the content that you plan on launching here. Well, Barrows and Leaves, uh, what I really expect for people to get out of Barrows and Leaves is an understanding of what the tobacco is doing and what that liquid is doing for a palate. Now, people can always say, well, I can drink whatever I want with my cigar. And you're absolutely 100% correct. But I always try to go for what we tend to typically call the adventure, right? So the adventure is what you really want to go for. So like I always try to explain to people, what you want from a pairing is like the first time you remember walking through the gates of Disney World or Disneyland, right? The first thing you say is, wow, I'm here. I got it. Let's go get on this ride. Well, that's what each pairing should do for you. It should take you on a ride. It should take you on a journey. It should take your mouth into so many different places to where you're like, hey, I want to do this again and again and again. That's so what she that said. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you threw me a softball. I'm going to swing every time. If she said it, good for you, man. Right? <laughs> We're not miss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marry that up. Yes. <laughs> but that's what I really want for people, man, you know, is to enjoy the things that we do, you know, is to have that tobacco, understand what tobacco is doing to your palate, understand what that liquid is doing to your palate and take that journey. You know, there's some bad journeys, but then there's some good journeys. And we learn from each of those journeys. So yeah. really what I want out of barrels and leaves, that's what it's truly all about. Now, the show, that's a little bit different. The show is really all about a little bit more of education, uh, which is why I went out and uh, got Nick. Nick can take you on that journey through anything that's liquid as far as our world. So scotch, bourbon, uh, tequila, gin, all of that good stuff, you know. So we're going to take you on a journey through that side. We're going to take you through the journey on the tobacco side as well. So the show is also going to be adding a little bit of what we like to call lifestyle. So it's going to be cigars, elixirs. And lifestyle. So lifestyle can be encompassed into a lot of different things, uh, as we know. So it could be a 
travel humidor, right? Yeah. Uh, it can be hats. It can be watches. It can be jewelry, anything of that nature. So we're going to have a lot of different type of people on. Um, I'm not going to throw anything out there just yet, but you guys just got to watch. We're going to have a lot of different type of people on to talk about different lifestyles and the things that they're doing. So obviously behind the brand is exactly what we're trying to do. We're going behind these brands to understand exactly what's going on with them and how we can excel them. The biggest thing about what we're really trying to do or trying to give the spotlight to some of the smaller companies that aren't getting that advertisement and no diss to these companies I'm about to mention, such as Drew Estate or Turo Fuente or McAllen or Bolvany, no diss to them. But there's some smaller brands that produce just as good liquids and just as good tobacco that need the exposure. And we want to make sure we give it to them. Yeah. Love it. So I, I have to ask Garrett to try one thing. And I'm, obviously, you're not going to drink it, but I want you to because I yeah. know you like to smell yeah. the stuff that Absolutely. I drink. So I want you to. And I, I know you're also not a big retrohale guy, I but this cigar, is real, this cigar is really smooth. I want you to take a big sniff of yep. this rum yeah. and then take a puff of the cigar and retrohale it while you've still got the, the scent so of the in. rum. It's it'll blow your mind. It's I mean, this. This pairing is is such a happy accident because I wasn't even wasn't even thinking about that. I want to answer Raul's question too, man. He said, uh, "Are you going to do any non-alcoholic pairings?" And I have done non-alcoholic pairings. Uh, that's always been my my uh, slogan: beer, spirits, wines, and non-alcoholic beverages. So, Raul, yes, please uh, stay tuned, and <laughs> you will see some of those pairings. All right. <laughs> I told you, bro. It's just ridiculous. This is a happy accident. I, I wasn't even sure what cigar we were going to smoke on the show. And I went downstairs and I opened up my cabinet and I was like, oh, yeah, this, these Davidoffs. Yeah, let's do that. You okay, Garrett? I'm having a moment. <laughs> is that what she said? <laughs> may or may not have a wet spot. <laughs> I don't want to know either way. Wow. I got to try that. That was oh, fantastic, man. Um, fantastic. So one of the things, and I, I honestly, I, I think I may have asked you this before, but I don't remember. Have you ever done anything with barrel picks? Mm. You know what? That's always been something I wanted to do. Um, I was in the thought process of working on that with Nick. Real quick, real quick. Sorry to interrupt. No. Uh, for the uninitiated, can you tell me what a barrel pick is? Well, so, it's it's kind of just. Uh, I'll let Leo answer. It's, it's kind of just like it sounds. Yeah. So basically, you want to create a bourbon or a scotch or what have you, right? So these distilleries, they already have the barrels that the liquid is going to go into. So they have different barrels. They the one may be an Armagnac. One may be. Uh, straight bourbon, one may be a rye or what have you, right? Uh, so you're going to say, hey, you know what? I want to try this liquid. So let's just use uh, Balvenie as, as an example. So Balvenie has a lot of different, like uh, Matt was talking about, uh, they may uh, uh, make one with a uh, sherry, or not sherry, excuse me, uh, rum, right? So there's, a, there's some picks that are in there. So you can say, I want one with Armagnac, I want one with rum, I want one with what have you. So you say, hey, I want to mix these two together so that this is one barrel pick that I created. Oh, it's like a blend. You're you're basically like creating blend. your own blend. That's correct, sir. 
Well, yeah, and that's one that's one part of it. But the, another part of it is you can go to you can go to one of the big distilleries in Kentucky uh, or or even uh, MGP in Indiana, and you can you can go around and you can because they'll put the same the same distillate. Yep. You know, in the bourbon distilleries, they'll put the same distillate in a bunch of different barrels. And for American bourbon, it's going to be a it's going to be a barrel that's never had booze in it before. It, at least for the main aging process, it'll be a freshly charred new oak, new oak barrel. They'll put the distillate in there and they'll put it on the shelves to start aging. And then you can go and tour one of these distilleries. And, and if you have the money up front, you say, I want to do a barrel pick and you can go around and you can sample from a dozen, maybe two dozen different barrels. And you pick the one that tastes just right to you. And then you set that aside and let it age longer. Oh, wow. And then you go back and you check it again and then you say, yep, that's that's tasting just the way I wanted it to. And then but you have to buy that whole barrel and it is not yeah. cheap. No. Looking at a couple grand. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of times a lot. It happens every day in this in the States and, and in Europe, even uh, for, where liquor stores will say, hey, we got a new barrel pick from uh, from Buffalo Trace or we got a new barrel pick from Stellum or we got a new barrel pick from four roses or something like that i bet that's what um so i was hanging out with the uh, black star line guys mm -hmm. and uh, we went to this restaurant and one of the guys is a uh, member at this restaurant and he said you know i'd like my barrel and they brought him out his barrel was it just a little it was just a, a little well that's that's different but it's it's still right. kind of along the same lines okay yeah. Because the, the if you go to a distillery and pick a barrel, you're picking sure. a full size. Okay, yeah. Like, and you get what? A, a, you, I mean, it's hundreds of of bottles, you know that that would typically sell anywhere between you know seventy five and one hundred and fifty bucks a pop. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, uh, but I know that you should be able to get about. If I'm correct, Nick can probably tell me about. It. I think you should be able to get fifteen cases. So yeah. twelve times fifteen. Right or roughly around yeah. there. So, but yeah, that's uh, it, it's it's definitely something I have thought about. Um, I, I, you know, people have asked me, hey, you know, you're going to create a cigar. That's something that I've thought about. Um, you know, so there's a lot of things that I want to do with barrels and leaves. Can't let any cats out of the bag. Um, but there are things that I'm working on. But uh, barrel pick is, is something I have thought about. And Nick and I actually sat probably a couple weeks ago and talked about it. So. Yeah, look, Garrett's, Garrett's having another moment. So hey, Vanessa man. had a great suggestion. She, Garrett said, "Smell the rum again with your mouth open," and that's true. If you smell right, because it does. Op I mean, it basically, it opens all this up. Everything's, you know, you know. Another another fun thing to do too is whatever hand that you're dominant. So if you're right hand, smell with your left nostril. You get more flavors. Interesting. Oh. And I, and I do want to say oh. this, that, you know, I, um, I will have 28 years sober on March 20th and congratulations, brother. Yeah. Cheers to that. That's, that's a big, that's a big deal. Well, and I, that means that's meaningful, man. It's, um, trust me, it's more about community and, and God and a lot of other things than, um, than me. Cause if it was up to me, I'd, I'd probably be in jail or dead but um i don't necessarily recommend those who consider themselves to be alcoholics or addicts to do what i do yeah yeah um, if you, because 
yeah and, and some may you know say that I'm, I'm playing with fire and i will i will say this that i enjoy that flavor and what it brings it does absolutely like there is no thought in my mind where i want to actually drink this it's another yeah. flavor experience for me that i have felt safe doing without it's not a trigger for me so yeah but for those of you out there who live with addiction we do not want to put you in harm's way we don't recommend that you put your nose anywhere near booze or or yep. or anything never. like that never yep. i would never do that that's that's one of the reasons why I actually do pairings with non-alcoholic beverages, which is very funny that uh, Raul asked that because yeah. I have people in my circle that say, hey, you know, I, I don't drink anymore. You know, I've been clean for X, Y, Z amount of years. That's what made me start doing non-alcoholic pairings because I never yeah. would have thought about it. Um, and, you know, even, you know, non-alcoholic pairings even goes into, you know, coffees. Uh, there's some non-alcoholic beverages that are actually on the shelves. You yep. know, so there's a lot of things that's out there. And I forgot who put uh, that last uh, statement of that Irish whiskey. I literally just looked into a place, uh, a company called Keeper's Heart, and they are actually out of that yes. distillery. So they're out, of, they're out of Minnesota. I'm trying to get my hands on that. You also brought up something, Matt, too, um, that uh, Indiana distillery, Wolf Moon. Wolf Moon. OK, that's not uh, that's not a familiar term to me, bro. That is a great bourbon. Okay, I got to check that out. Great bourbon, right there in, the, in your backyard, man. Okay, Wolf yeah. Moon. Yeah, I like. I'll check that out. Um, well, I think, I mean, I'm. I got to ask Garrett this. Hmm. Okay, is it time? Oh, oh no! Oh no! I think it is time. It is now time for this week's Numero de los Muertos. And as always, Numero de los Muertos brought to us by our friends at Smoke In. Honest Steve here from Smoke In Cigars. It is that time of year again, the Great Smoke 2023 Mardi Gras Madness. Whether you're coming down live or we're going to be enjoying the event from the comfort of your own home, your ticket price includes this epic package. It's one of our greatest Great Smoke packages in the history of this event. Over $400 worth of product and great swag for the low cost of $165. Do not hesitate. Tickets are selling this year faster than ever. Go to www.thegreatsmoke.com and get your live general admission ticket, your virtual ticket if you're going to enjoy from home, and tickets for either the dinner or the brunch. Epic time. We can't wait to see you all there. The Great Smoke 2023. Mardi Gras Madness. All right. Numero de los Muertos, episode 195. Garrett, what do you have for us this week? <laughs> this is just wrong. I'm sorry, Leo, ahead of time for this one. So, all right. I was two years old when this person fell 15 feet into this and died that's that's what you get for that's, right now that's all we get that's it's all you one, get for right we now. get one one person yes who I fell mean, into a thing yeah. and died yeah <laughs> so obviously yeah. The, the the elephant in the room is not a well correct and it's not a pool it is not a pool. 
All right. As always, uh, viewers on Facebook and YouTube, leave your guesses in the comments. And we're going to try to figure out what this it person fell into. Definitely not food related. Oh, it's not food related. Mm -mm. Uh, I mean, you're pretty old if you fell into a pyramid, right? Dude, that's a that's a <laughs> dick guess. <laughs> when I was two years old, really? They were being built around that time, weren't they? Totally. Yeah. 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 Maybe the pyramid in Las Vegas. Me and Tut, you know. We <laughs> Me were, and Tut, we go way we back. Were, I mean, we I were Cleopatra, you know. Oh, Cleopatra. That one, yeah. Yeah. What the hell well, is this? So I I don't want to steal I don't want to steal thunder from him, but it seems like too obvious of an answer. It's not a barrel, is it? It is not. Okay. I was two years old. I was two years old. Oh, you? Okay. All right. I was. So 1980. Mm -hmm. You were born in 78, right? Yep. Yeah. So 1980. Yep. He's so young, born in 1978. 1980. Fell into a thing. Mm hmm. Was it in the U.S.? It was in the U.S. Oh, okay. Is it medical related? Mm -mm. Um. You fell into it and died. Mm -hmm. This thing that they fell into, is it a would it be considered a workplace accident? Yes. It is not a water tank. Is it in the water? Uh, there was water. There is water in it. Was it at a distillery? Mm -mm. Is it a sand pit? No. Ooh. Uh, chemical vat is getting closer. Chemical vat closer. Um, is it related to farming? No. I'm gonna need help. Um, mash tun, which is would be in a, a distillery. Yeah, okay, no. Um, chemical vat is close. So close rich, -er. rich is closer. So rich is sort of on the right track. Chemical. Um, so this person was carrying out maintenance work and fell off the catwalk into this. Maintenance work. Yeah. Catwalk. I think catwalk, I think theater. On the catwalk. No, the catwalk above where they hang the lights yeah, and I, shit like I, that. I, <laughs> not that kind of cat, but not the kind of catwalk you're thinking. Not the... <laughs> Work it, work it. Mm -hmm. um, I do my little turn on the catwalk. Um, Anything um, to do with paint? Mm -mm. Oh, Tom Darling says molten steel crucible. Oh, God. That would be brutal. What a that way would, to go. Yeah. Oh, that's that, not it, but gives me ideas for uh, that's why I love this episode. Was it, uh, was it concrete? No. Not a fermenter tank. Um, Nothing to do with spirits or any of that. 
that's my man Nick. See, he's always thinking liquor. <laughs> was it uh was it Well, you said it's not food related, so it wasn't right. a food production facility nope. like a dairy. Nope. Um chemical was it a, like a chemical production plant? Mm -mm. Was it nuclear related? Mm -mm. Oh, that it, was does it make something chemical? No. Hmm. This only happened one time. Well, this is just one person. Just one I don't person. know if I don't know if other people have have died from this, but it was a, a semi uh, famous thing in 1980 because this person also worked as the mayor of this small town. Was it the uh, Was it the volcano? Mm -mm. Mount St. Helens? No, that would have because no, that was around, that was that was 1980. Yeah, well, I right. think, yeah, it was around that time. Um, what's the geographical location in the U.S.? Maryland. Maryland. Okay. Hmm. So I have given enough for those who are going to cheat and go to Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sewer plant. That's it. Is that it? That wow. is it. Damn. Oh. Oh. Wow. Monica Mayers. Uh, the mayor of Betterton, Maryland, was carrying out maintenance work around the sewage tanks at the town's largest municipal facility. According to the Lawrence Journal World, mayors fell uh, four feet from the catwalks. Oh, sorry. She fell four feet into the catwalks into a 15-foot aeration tank filled with human waste, <laughs> which a deputy in the town's police department described as having the consistency of putty. <laughs> <laughs> her body was found floating face down face down ass oh, what a way to go face down ass That's up a <laughs> what a shitty way to go yeah, oh, joke. yes what a shitty way to go there is a rim shot sound effect on there somewhere but i don't remember which button it is it right <laughs> oh god i so so it's funny because when i was in college when when amy and i first started um, we first started dating in 1980. Uh, no, no. And <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was nine. So no, um, no, but, but later in, uh, early mid nineties, uh, Amy and I started dating and during college I worked, um, also at, uh, construction for a company that in this little town of Menominee, Wisconsin was rebuilding the local wastewater treatment plant. And at, we were rebuilding some of the facilities and adding on new facilities. And I can tell you from seeing some of these tanks operate and all, and some of them that had been shut down, but we had to disassemble and, and clean out and tear out in some places so we could pour new concrete and put in new, new tanks and all this, that some of the facilities in there would, would make your head spin and just being, being in the same three block radius as that facility and this is a small town this isn't like a big city right. yeah. wastewater treatment plant it was terrible <laughs> it was no fun to be around so i cannot imagine falling into one of those tanks because yeah the consistency of the materials in some of those tanks you're never getting out of that 
Right. It Listen, is. that's that's the way I felt going into the channel into Korea. Like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying don't go jump in my septic hole at home and try yeah, to Yeah. I would not. Okay. I yeah. would not. I would avoid. Yeah. Yeah. Avoid that. Hire hire the professionals. Yep. Gotcha. Let them come pump it out. Mm. Yeah, don't go anywhere near that. Pump it out. That's what she Oh, pump it out. That's yep. what she said. <laughs> Uh, well, that's no. not what she said because she died. Yeah. Oh, she uh, did. Yeah, she did. Sorry. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> All right. So that was this week's Numero, Numero de los Muertos. And it was disgusting. You're it, welcome. It was one of the most disgusting numeros of all time. Uh, all right. Let's jump into the lightning round. The lightning round brought to us by... J.C. Newman Cigar Company, America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brickhouse, Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and The American. J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or visitor experience, please visit jcnewman.com. All right, so we have, uh, because I know Leo's been on the show a couple times, we've got some fresh new mm -hmm. lightning round questions. Yes. So, Leo, if you're at a cigar club one night and it, it just happens to be karaoke night, what's the one song you're going to pick if you're forced to get up and sing? Or even if you want to get up and sing, what's the one song you pick? Ice Ice Baby. Ice Ice Baby. You know... Man, uh, that's a tough one, man. You know, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm an Ice Cube fan. Ooh, I, good day. Uh, I like Luther Vandross. Mm. I like the Carpenters. Oh yeah. Ah, oh, geez, this is tough, man. I don't know. You know, I mean, it, it's always good to start the day off right. You know, I always say, thank God every day I wake up. So, you know, I'd probably, if anything, I want to sing It's a Beautiful Morning. Oh, oh love that. There you go. Love that. Beautiful. Did, did I just hit a nerve? It looked like you had a moment again. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's he, he's mm -hmm. totally in there now. So this is, three, this is three in one show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, he, he's emotional. Yeah, really I am. Emotional. I am emotional. I get so emotional, baby. <laughs> I couldn't resist. No, I love Go it. Ahead. Go ahead, Witty Hutton. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could not even carry her water. Uh, well, I, I got one for you guys. Whenever you guys want to wrap this up, I'm, I got one for you guys. Oh, hit us with it now. Hit it. All right. Tupac or Biggie? Oh, Biggie, that was because cool. I'm that's host. Oh man, wow! So it and, and you know what it is? I have a really hard time with this. It's question. the lineage of Biggie because it's, uh, I mean, it's Rakim and it's Grandmaster Flash. Without those two, there is no Biggie. Oh, I have a hard time with it. if. Okay, so I'm gonna cop out. And I'm gonna break this down a little bit. So, for for pure showmanship and and absolutely owning a crowd, 
Tupac. Yeah. For lyrics. For lyrical craft and yeah. delivery. Yeah. Biggie. Hands down. I got you. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you there. But but the way I and I I never did get to see him live, but seeing seeing footage of Tupac playing a crowd. Oh my god. At a live show. Yeah. And one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. Agreed. Or even Agreed. that that little have you guys seen that uh when they're you know when they were both um cool with each other and yeah. they're in the back of that club and they're freestyling yeah yeah like that's legendary yeah you'll ne you'll never be able to get anything like that ever. no it gives me goosebumps thinking about it like oh my gosh i love it all right so um matt ty would like to answer the plumer no <laughs> oh you people always bring up the subject that makes me want to chew glass oh that's all right I, you are forgiven tony you're forgiven it's okay um all right so leo if you could have an unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life and you cannot say money time or cigars what would it be in all honesty it'd be my daughter oh that's that's yeah. the number one thing i mean it's bro she's the love of my life <clears throat> if i could have her forever that means that I'm around forever. Let's just grow and have fun. Dope. Great answer. It's a yeah. better answer than I've ever heard. I love that <laughs> answer. I'm getting choked up now. Oh man, right. come on! I didn't mean to go there with you. No, no. It's hey, I, I, you. If somebody starts talking about their kids, it makes me think about my kids, and it just hits me. So yep. it's all good. It's all Gotta good. Be great dads, man. That's all it is. All right, Leo. The zombies are coming. Okay. AK-47. <laughs> we're, we're going a little bit different uh road here so you get three draft picks from the cigar industry to be on your zombie apocalypse survival team who do you choose and why three picks out of the cigar world you know what and i'm going to open it up to uh to the spirit world as well to the spirits <laughs> spirit world the spirit world yeah also um yeah so spirits and cigars i don't know if you know anybody in the spirits world or you know whatever but i'm gonna go so you asked why as well so mm -hmm. i'm gonna go with my man eric from black star line cigars love eric bay the reason why is because eric is quick on his feet he can think smart, smart and he's man. also going to be somebody who can guide right mm -hmm. i need somebody who's gonna take a hit for the team yep sacrificial lamb you gotta yep. have so yeah this is gonna sound bad whoever i damn say uh we have one every week <laughs> god i gotta think man take one for the team I, damn this is gonna sound bad i might have to go with carlito <laughs> I 
No disrespect, Carlito. I know you might see this. No disrespect. I love it. But, you know, it's kind of like in the military. You know, you put the younger guys out there so that the older guys can still think. I need the older guy out there on this one so that we can still run. I yep. I'm sorry. Hey, strategy. I, I get it. I love Carlito. I, I really do. Yeah. Uh, the third one, I would need somebody who can handle guns. themselves. You need, need guns. Yeah. That. Yeah. I need somebody who can handle themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, somebody feisty enough, I'd have to go with a female, which actually Lenora would be from Nova. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Leo? Yeah. She's feisty. Oh, you yeah. know what? That may be the very first woman. I think selected. it is. I think it is. And we're pieces of shit for not even. I'm not mad at that. I am not <laughs> mad at, I'm not mad at that pick. No, she's feisty as hell, man. You know, yeah, I love I love the way she talks. You know, she's very she's she's very strong in how she talks. Yep. Uh, she's meaningful by everything that she says. She believes in everything that she's putting out there. Yep. You need somebody like that. And I'm sure if I put a gun in her hand, I say, hey, point it this way, she's gonna go at it. Yeah. Well, she's infectious too. Like her yes. energy and everything, like. I love that pick, bro. Yeah, yeah. that's legit. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's jump into this week's notable smokable. Notable smokables brought to you by Luciano Cigars. Notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. Uh, so, Leo, you probably remember this. Each week, we name a cigar that we smoked recently that was notable to us. Now, this could be a cigar that's been on the market for decades that we just revisited for the first time in a long time, or something brand new to the market that we smoked for the first time ever. So what did you smoke recently, Leo, that was notable to you? To be honest with you, what I'm smoking now, uh, the Lampert, um, God, it's almost like, kind of like a tie. I hate to do this, but I really do. I, I went to revisit the Oliva Connecticut, and man, just, just absolutely phenomenal. And you want to talk about pairing with a rum, that's one to do it with. Okay. Yeah, but this Lampert, man, I mean – I'm smoking this one down on my fingertips. Uh, normally by now I'd be let the cigar go, but it's it's not burning. You know, it's not burning the lips, not burning any of the fingers or anything like that. So I'm gonna keep smoking, man, because it's really enjoyable. It's nice and earthy. Um, it has a uh, has a little bit a little bit of a spice to it, um, but very easy to smoke. Uh, input is very easy. Uh, nice aroma. So I, I like this one. I really do. Nice, uh, Garrett. What was your notable this week? <clears throat> we're going to say undisclosed. Um, <laughs> That's cheating. So bro. we, um, Give us the blend. We, um, can't tell us that undisclosed. <laughs> but I, I just want to tell you guys about this, uh, this tour that we had at La Aurora. Okay. Um, this is, <laughs> that is Eugene. And Eugene's job at La Aurora is just giving tours. Okay. Oh, right on. Now, Eugene told us more about how to be cool with a cigar and where to hold it in your mouth and how to walk with it with swagger with your shoulders back. <laughs> He's a cigar stylist. Bro, this <laughs> as we're walking through the factory, any woman that would be walking by, he would be like, hey, baby. Or, hey, mommy. 
and <laughs> you know, like he was that kind of guy and and he just had the swagger and yeah he would tell us about you know the, the rolling process and you know the the stripping of the veins and the and the you know sorting of tobacco and the aging and and all of this stuff but in between all of those he'd be guys guys listen when you walk with a cigar you got to do it with purpose <laughs> with purpose <laughs> do you think do you think uh, al capone walked around like this <laughs> <laughs> no he had it like this <laughs> it was the fucking best oh that's good so it, it was a cigar that um you know we were having a, on this tour we were all smoking it and it was just listening to, to this guy was fantastic so great memory uh good cigar and just the whole thing was was awesome very nice uh my notable this week was one that i had it had been a, a a while at least a year i want to say since i've had one of these and that was the jacob's ladder from southern draw mm, yeah. uh, smoked that yesterday for the first time in a while and uh it's still it's still one of the most powerful richest thickest heaviest cigars out there on the market did it even touch your shake at all did it did it even like <laughs> did it even enter into your no this yeah i know what no fuck you <laughs> no i did Gosh, i don't it. i just don't i don't get but I, I mean, I I get the power from it, but the power doesn't like affect me. Right. I'm just I'm a weird. Don't don't go off of my experience because I I'm just weird. I have to eat a full meal <laughs> and have an insulin shot to. It was it was my enjoy. second cigar of the day. I I lit it up at about 11 a.m. and all I had that morning was uh, like a strawberry Danish or something. It was it was just. No big deal. That's just I'm weird. Don't yep. don't go based on me. Yep. Uh, so that was this week's notable smokable brought to us by Luciano Cigars, improving lives through fine cigars. Please visit LucianoCigars.com to learn more. So coming attractions for How About That Cigar Live brought to you by AJ Fernandez, born and raised in Cuba, AJ Fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The AJ Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides blend, strength, and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Diaz de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from AJ Fernandez. Um, so we are still working on a guest for next week's show, but I do want to let you guys know two things. One, please go back. Uh, like we've already said a couple times, please go back and check our YouTube channel and our Facebook page for the coverage that we had from the TPE trade show a few weeks ago. Uh, a lot of great interviews and uh, great stuff that we learned from people at that trade show. So check that out. But I do want to let you know that coming up, uh, this one's actually uh, coming up in a few weeks, but on April 3rd, we are going to have Indiana Ortez on the show. Uh, she has a very cool new venture uh, starting out on her own. Uh, she's got a great family lineage. She is one of the yeah. brightest, most energetic, most knowledgeable young people in the cigar industry. She has a rock star future ahead of her. So we're very excited to talk to her coming up on April 3rd. Uh, but stay tuned to Facebook and YouTube so you guys know what's coming up on next week's show. Uh, because we definitely will be doing that. Is the Matt Tai? Oh, this is 
is the man. So this, and we haven't even talked about this. That was a very awkward, weird thing that, that, so just tell, let it happen. tell people about the, the, this tobacco plant in, in, in the DR. So I saw this, this beautiful tobacco plant, um, at the Don Dorotail farm and it is a Criollo 98, uh, crop this year. And th this plant just looked beautiful. And I was like, you know what? That plant, I'm going to name that plant Matt Ty. <laughs> just, just randomly. Just that's what happened. But you didn't just do that. You put it on video on the internet I did. for all the world to see. Everybody and you tagged it. me. I did. Don't at me, bro. Dude. No, I miss him. <laughs> and um, I will be getting a updated photo tomorrow. So Aaron <laughs> will be at the farm and we'll see if Matt Ty has been um has been harvested anymore because the velado was harvested um it was also uh it was topped topped yeah so the flowers my i was deflowered you, you were snipped. deflowered i got <laughs> i got, you got just snipped. justin says i got snipped i did yep. get snipped just the tip just just for a second just to see how it feels and then the velado so the velado <laughs> are the um they typically never make it into um uh, production because they're right along the ground they're right along the ground yeah and, and typically what they do is they just cut them off and leave them there on the ground to help ferment uh the ground yeah um and so those leaves don't steal nutrients from the rest of the plant that's right yeah so uh <laughs> yep matt's velado so, is gone so, so yeah my gone. i lost my velado you did <laughs> <laughs> hey it happens i'm i'm almost 52 right it yeah, happens yeah it happens you know. <laughs> oh my god oh so uh all right so yeah we uh like we said guys we have some very cool stuff coming up in the next few weeks uh leo if you would please remind our viewers and listeners where is the best place for them to keep up with everything you have going on check everything out on barrels and leaves uh across the board any social media uh you can also catch us as doing our show barrels and leaves btb globe you can find this right now again we are up a uh uh, Twitter, and we also have a uh, Facebook page as well, which our show will also be uh, tuned into, uh, not tuned into, but can be tuned into uh, Facebook and also YouTube. So look for that. Uh, probably looking at about the 1st of April. Uh, we are, we do have something coming up uh, this week, uh, Thursday and Friday. Uh, anyone in the Atlanta area wants to come out to Cheetah's Gentleman Club, uh, we'll be there for uh, the uh, NCAA tournament. And looking forward to doing something hopefully soon. Uh, we will also have uh, ATL Cigar Co. on as well. Fantastic. I love it. Well, Leo, always a pleasure talking to you, brother. We learn a lot when you're on, and, and we appreciate your time so much, my friend. Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys as always. Always here to support you guys, whatever I can do. And uh, make sure you guys tell a friend, tell a family. Yes, sir. How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. Viewers and listeners, guys, thank you so much for being the best part of How About That Cigar Live. We could not do it without you. We appreciate it so much. Make sure to take a second and subscribe to the YouTube channel and like and follow on Facebook. All of those things that you click on, please make sure and do that. Uh, and uh, if you're listening on the audio podcast, thanks again for listening. Uh, be sure to rate the podcast and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Follow us on all social media at HBT Cigar. If you have questions for us, you can email us on the website, howaboutthatcigar.com. And of course, until we see you guys next time, burn cigars, not bridges. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. 
Any comments, opinions, viewpoints, or statements presented or uttered by guests on the HBTC podcast, HBTC live video streams, and all other media from HBT Media LLC are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of How About That Cigar or its parent company, HBT Media LLC, any of our advertising partners, or the premium cigar industry. The primary purpose of How About That Cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of premium premium cigars.